Welcome to You, Me, Empathy. Thank you for listening. We would like to remind you that this podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Known as just a silly boy with a feely heart. Please consider supporting the show. Check us out on Patreon or simply leave a review on iTunes. Here is your host and creator of the show, Known Wells. Hello, feely humans. Welcome to another episode of Yumi Empathy. My name is Known Wells, and this is episode 98. This is actually a follow-up episode to episode 97. Not that just because 98 comes after 97, but because this episode we reflect on my conversation with the copacetic system and dissociative identity disorder and I bring in my friend Tony the therapist who is an actual therapist and he's actually my friend uh, he would me might say something different but he's my friend I consider him my friend little uh, sweet Tony sweet small chin Tony is here you guys it's very exciting and in this episode we we yeah like I said we reflect a lot on uh, episode 97 and what it meant to me. But also, I think the prevailing message in this is that we are all in this together. Like, it was so clear to me as, as I was speaking to the copacetic system about their experiences and their uh, disparate and unique and special identities. And, you know, it's, it's a reflection of our relationship to each other. And the world, you know, we, we, all of us within us have different facets and all of us can relate to so many different facets and should relate. I think what it really is, is an opportunity for empathy and for compassion and for meeting people where they are. And uh, I was just so grateful for that experience. So if you haven't listened to episode 97, go back and do that before you get into this one. Uh, it's really lovely. And uh yeah. So, uh, yeah. In this one, we talk about that, and uh, you know, I make fun of Tony a little bit. He makes fun of me. That's just the way we work. Sometimes we don't really make fun of each other. I don't know why I'm saying that, but uh, it was good to see him. It's good to have Tony back on Empathy. He's a lovely human, a lovely feely human. He's just so busy, which I hold against him. Not really. Um, so. I guess what I'm going to do now is to remind you that uh, you can follow Yumi Empathy on Instagram and Twitter at Yumi Empathy. I also have a Patreon page. It's at patreon.com slash Yumi Empathy. Go there to support the show. And full transparency, I'm not doing a lot of like bonus content right now. Um, I am really... Uh, overwhelmed with building a, a business that you guys may be aware of. Who knows if you are? Maybe I've been I've been alluding to it, and so the Patreon is 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 not my main focus right now. But think of it as a way to give me a few bucks a month to just the the supporting the show and enjoying it. If you enjoy it, that's great. But another free way to support the show is to leave a review in Apple Podcasts, and I'm gonna read one of those reviews here on the show today. This one is from the username Foggy Girl. Uh, Foggy Girl says, Really, truly human feels. Quote, What I love about Known is the way he draws out the real humanity in people. 
We have feels. We talk about feels. We get vulnerable, and that's okay. Because no one is there putting it all on the line. If you're struggling, you're not alone. End quote. I love that. Thank you, Foggy Girl. I That's, that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's what this podcast is, you guys. It's my favorite. It's truly my favorite thing. So... Uh, thank you for that review. And if you want to leave You Empathy an honest review in Apple Podcasts, please do it because it helps out the show. What else? Oh, um, I did have something else, and I'm going to stall while we get there. What else did I have? Oh, I guess I'll say episode 100 is coming up. Very exciting. Look forward to that. It's all about my experience at Camp Peel, and I speak with a bunch of folks from Camp Heal. Um, very excited about that episode to to share that episode with you guys. Um, I did have something else though. Gosh, darn it. My goodness, my brain. It's like a, I'm like, I have the memory of a goldfish. It's, it's just a sieve in here. Oh, I got it. So you may have seen on Instagram that I shared a call uh, out for submissions for uh, Feely Writers. And this is for this new uh, secret project I'm working on. And if you do want to share your writing, original writing, um, for this new project, I can send you details, a lot of details, a lot of info to, to kind of to chew on a little bit and, and see if it's the right fit for you. And if it's not, that's okay too. But if you want to be a part of something special and you feel like you have something to say and and you want to share your story and words um and with the intention of of creating a healing space for others then i want to hear from you so dm me on instagram at at uh at yumi empathy or you can uh yeah just just dm me on instagram uh if you want to do that so thank you okay let's get to the show this is episode 98 on the idea, the the general, beautiful, connecting idea that, that we're all in this together, everyone. We're all in this together with Tony the Therapist. Welcome to You, Me, Empathy, a podcast about exploring the struggles we face in our day-to-day lives as humans trying to get by on this wondrous and overwhelming pale blue dot. The intent of You, Me, Empathy is to talk openly without judgment about our mental health, our neuroses, our shared anxieties and worries, to create a dialogue that is vulnerable and deeply human and empathetic, and to share that dialogue with others to inspire emotional and cognitive collaboration and insight so we can hand-in-hand, break down the stigma that make us feel shame and guilt for struggling, for feeling our feelings, for being feely humans. Yumi Empathy is a safe, friendly space designed to inspire the beauty in each of us. Today I am here with my dear friend, 
Tony the Therapist. Hello, Tony. Hello, Known. How are you? I'm well. I'm a little stressed. We we talked about what it took for me to get over here today. Yeah, some traffic. Southern yeah, California. Roadblocks. Uh, tr- cars. Little, too yes, many cars. Too many cars. Too many, too many people, but... As uh, as I was spending, which I maybe should have been a 15, 20-minute drive into an hour, an hour and 10 minutes, uh, I had I had much to reflect, and I was thinking, it's such a beautiful day outside, and we live in such a glorious, beautiful area, that um, I'm like, well, that's why we're all here. I mean, that's why there's so many cars. Yeah. I mean, it's... It is why we're all here. Um, yeah. I don't know. At least for now. I, uh, like... Yeah, we don't need to get into that, but I'm happy you're right. here. And I'm glad to be here. And I'm happy you're no longer stressed. And after this, we're going to go for a bike ride. I'm ex- so excited. So That's like the, I guess people don't know, but we're recording this on a Friday. Yes. The workday has ended, and we're going to do this and get out for a, a beautiful mountain bike ride. Yeah, yeah, hopefully see some snakes. I know. I'm sure we're going to see some snakes. <laughs> yeah. They are out. Well, uh, today, listeners, we are, uh, Tony and I are going to talk about, this is a follow-up episode uh, about uh, DID or dissociative identity disorder, a follow up to my conversation with the copacetic system, uh, of which the main identity I spoke with uh, was Lydia, and I also spoke with uh, Izzy or Isabella uh, briefly. But if you haven't listened to that episode, it's uh, wonderful. Um, they are wonderful. And uh, so this is a follow up episode to that. Before we get into it, though, I have my friend Tony, who's a therapist, and he has a little spiel that he needs to say, because we don't want him to get sued. Hello. I'm looking at Scoob. Scoob just keeps giving me his paw. The cutest little thing happening here. So, but hey, everybody. Um, My name is Anthony Romike. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist here in the beautiful state of California, and my license is held with the Board of Behavioral Sciences, and it's license number 47805, and I have a private practice in Newport Beach, California, and I um, am happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure. You know, before we get to the episode, I do want to maybe get real for a moment. Yeah. Not that we're ne- ever not right. real, but um, so it's been some time since we recorded, Yeah, and I feel like... You've been very busy, true. And stressed, true. And I want you to know, as my friend, uh, that I always want you on the show. And but I, I, I guess uh, sometimes I lately I've been feeling well. It's two part. Lately, I've been just feeling stressed and overwhelmed in my own sort of world, just doing too much. But also like that leads to like maybe not doing the due diligence of like planning, mm. you know, it's just additional planning to add you in. Sure. You know, it's not hard, but like, um, I, so I wanted to apologize for that, but I also like part of me was feeling, Oh, he's super busy and I don't want to stress him out even more. And right. I know this is not a stress, but right. like, I don't know where, where you're at with that. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for bringing it up. And I do appreciate the honesty. It's, um, yeah, recording these podcasts are a really pure enjoyment. I mean, I really mean that. I mean, it's um, 
whenever we're, we have one scheduled, I'm always excited to, to come and, and record and, and have that time together, talk about all the very interesting subjects that we get the, the great opportunity to talk about. Yeah. So it, it's something that is, is really awesome. And, and again, I'm so thankful to be a part of this um, and have having been a part of it since the beginning. And I, and I think it's the same for me. I mean, in terms of, of um, a frustration and how busy I feel, and being able to make the time to come over and and dedicate more time to this, and um, but also understanding, you know, the logistical problems related to that. But um, but thank you. But no, I but I also didn't feel abandoned, or I didn't feel uh, all right That's forgotten, <laughs> if you will. Um, I think in a lot of ways, uh, having more weeks off in between recording. What I've been able to appreciate and enjoy is just the momentum that I've seen this this have this podcast have, and and I think the all the different wonderful people that have been a part of it, and all the amazing guests that have come and shared so you know courageously their stories, yeah, and so um, no, it's it's such a just awesome thing for me. You know, I, I know in the beginning when you know this was just starting and and you know there was the scheduling and who we going to get and you know there was all kinds of opportunities to fill in and i'm just looking at it as yeah hey, it's harder for me to fill in because you're just so in demand <laughs> so you know it's a good uh thing. yeah i mean i don't know about that but i i do appreciate that and i I'm, I'm happy to hear that you know you're not you know hurt or something you know because that that was my that was my worry a little bit. Well, I'm I'm leaving you for another podcast. Is this what? the right place God to tell you? I, this... I knew it all along. No. I am not cheating on you with any <laughs> other podcast. Well, that's not perfectly true because you did go on another podcast. That's before we ever met. All right, all right. See? All right. Well, I'm happy to have you back. It's always good to see your your face and your little your little tiny chin. Well, thank you. <laughs> and it's not as doesn't have as much coverage now since I've shaved most that's of the right, beard. That's right. So, well, this I is a different setting. With, I prefer you with some scruff. Yeah, that's yeah. you know that's the that seems to be the the synopsis even at home. Okay. Um, what was I sharing? Oh, I was thinking of our last time together. Yeah. Is that only a week ago? Two weeks ago? Yes. We watched Midsummer. We watched Midsummer, the new movie by Ari Aster, uh, which is. I wouldn't even classify as a horror no, film. It's it's more of a psychological psychological sort of uh, it's like a it's not really a thriller even. It's like a weird twisted romantic comedy. Yeah. Strangely <laughs> in, in enough. A, in a way, it's about right. fertility, it's about uh relationships. I so we don't this is not a, a this topic. is not a movie podcast, right, but no, I will but, just say this. I watched his first film, Hereditary, which I liked very much, and that's more classic horror. This film, Midsummer, I liked aspects of it. Yeah, for it, sure. He's a very talented filmmaker, very beautiful, beautiful uh, to beautiful watch. watch yeah. um, like some of his shots, like are just stunning. Uh, but the overall message was a little muddied. I think it was a little silly at times. It was too long. Um, yeah, it didn't it didn't connect with me the way Hereditary no. did. No. Yeah. But I enjoyed it, but I agree with yeah. everything you said, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. So, uh yeah, different setting. Yeah. We're in a different setting. We're here uh on Yumi Empathy. We're back in the studio. Back in the studio again. 
So let's let's uh, kick it off with uh, maybe a definition of dissociative identity disorder. Uh, this is from uh, NAMI, National Alliance of Mental Illness, Dissociative Disorders. Uh, this is specifically just dissociative disorders, um, which I'll read about. Quote, dissociative disorders are characterized by an involuntary escape from reality, characterized by disconnection between thoughts, identity, consciousness, and memory. People from all ages, groups, and racial, ethnic, and socioeconomic backgrounds can experience a dissociative Disorder. It's estimated that two uh, percent of people experience dissociative disorders, with women being more le- uh, more likely than men to be diagnosed. Uh, almost half of adults in the United States experience at least one depersonalization, derealization episode in their lives, with only two percent meeting the full criteria for chronic episodes. Um, and there's a lot more info here. Uh, uh, again, that's the source is NAMI, NAMI.org, N-A-M-I.org. So that's kind of like a, a basic kind of rundown of dissociative disorders. Now, I spoke with the copacetic system. Uh, Lydia um, uh, is the main identity uh, in the previous episode. And, and what they have is dissociative identity disorder, right? Uh, which is kind of wrapped up in the, the, this, those dissociative disorders, Right, right. Yeah, categorically, um, because of the dissociative nature of of the the disorder, um, but again, you know, very very much in the the severest of forms of of dissociation, and and something that the the host Lydia had referenced was the idea that you know this is probably more accurately a neurodevelopmental disorder, and this it, it's a fascinating disorder and a fascinating phenomenon and and unfortunately one that um its origin carries the severe trauma in in its you know in its uh origins it's in its development and so you know the idea that the self is developing um you know the the neurological development of of a person is developing in which you know at the same time there is this correlative trauma, uh, physical, sexual, and so forth, occurring where you know in which it is so overwhelming that you ultimately end up with these fragmented versions of self as opposed to one cohesive self. Yeah, I mean, so just to correct you for a second, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lydia is the core, core. identity, okay. and oh, that's right, Izzy, Izzy was the host, referred to herself as the host. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah, you know, what I, what struck me as, um, I mean, first of all, uh, just, I was so just touched and honored to be able to like speak with them. Yes. And it was such a, like, it made me like, even like, I remember getting, um, even uh, like emotional and like my eyes starting to well up, uh, as I was listening because it was just such a, I was amazed by how. You know, we get it like in the episode we talked about like, you know, some of the um, representations of these types of disorders in the media and how, you know, Lydia said, uh, you know, first of all, we're not, we're not serial, serial killers, killers. <laughs> right? you know, and it, it breaks my heart that that happens. Yeah. But it, what strikes me as so um, beautiful is like I related so deeply to 
Lydia and Izzy mm-hmm. and 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 so many identities that that I read about, you know, doing research yeah. and 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 hearing from them uh, as we had that conversation, and just like how um, we were talking about it before we got uh, recording, like how for all of us, you know, how like trauma can really, mm. you know, impact our lives in oh. so many different ways in, 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 in such severe ways that yeah. it like impacts the f- physiological, you know, self, right? right? Yeah. To a point where someone, uh, you know, one part, you know, someone who has dissoci- dissociative identity disorder, one part could have uh, could you know need corrective lenses and another identity not, which is r- amazing. Amazing, it's amazing to me. Yeah, no, I just mind mind bending. Yeah, it it really is. And the thing I think about too, and and I guess maybe maybe I would like to clear this uh, with our listeners too, is that I've not treated this. I mean, this is right. not yeah. something I've actually tried. I'm by far not an expert. No, in this at all. And um, I mean, you're not an expert in anything. I'm not an expert in anything. For that matter, but you know, especially you're just a this, doofus. especially this, just kidding, especially this. But um, you know, as, as I was mentioning to you even before, I don't even know a therapist, you know, that that's disclosed to another, you know, therapist in case consultation, or whatever. That you know, I've even heard, yeah, having a a, a client with this uh, particular disorder. But what again? But to your point, I think what uh, what fascinates me about this as well is the understanding that, and this is where I'm continually amazed at at our our brain and and our physiology in understanding that and i see this in many presentations you know this this isn't just for did or or you know i see this in so many different presentations that uh, people come in and and you know and work with clinically but the idea that how amazingly equipped the brain is for survival mm under the most severe of circumstances and and with DID particularly um, as in other like other trauma based disorders that it's a survival mechanism and the way i think about it is you know as this trauma you know overwhelming trauma is occurring you know what is in this person's best survival probability you know mm-hmm. what is the the best significant you know um way to cope and deal with you know the, the severe severest of circumstances now mm-hmm. you know we all have aspects of this within ourselves you know we all have the ability to dissociate we all have the ability to compartmentalize um i mean how many times you know has have each one of us driven down the road and then suddenly kind of come back to reality so to speak and just sure, like yeah where was i those last two miles or yeah you know like and you were distracted you know in, in some ways um so you know i mean that's obviously a description of a very mild form of dissociation but sometimes we talk about it you know we just check out right you know we just just yeah kind of space Which, out i mean i know for me uh i can shut down emotionally right like I'll, right like shut down and um yeah, it's like the coping way that right. I've learned right. over time, you know, and that's a, you know, a light dissociation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes, uh, again, in clinical presentations, you'll see a little heavier dissociation, you know, where, where people will, you know, feel as if 
either in session or or they've experienced outside of session, you know, in 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 their day to day life, where they feel out of body, right? You know, they report an out of body experience almost. You know, they, I was not in touch with my body, and and sometimes we've heard about people experiencing that again. You know, whether it's in a sexual, you know, violation, whether it's in war, you mm. know, or whether it was in threat of some other type of, of bodily harm. Yeah. And they, you know, literally will tell you that they felt that they were out of body. They were not in their body as something was happening. Mm. So, you know, that ability to, to survive something that would be otherwise overwhelming and to disconnect, you know, um, you know, and we all have within each one of us a, you know, level or, 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 you know, a tolerance, if you will, in terms of where that occurs. Um, and some people can even compartmentalize things they do and behaviors and so forth. So, yeah. So it's, yeah, very fascinating. So, you know, one of my aims for this particular episode and, and really all episodes, but I guess we're talking about this episode is to show people, and I'm talking to you listeners, that Truly, we all have the ability to connect with one another, mm -hmm. regardless of what we have, quote unquote, or disorders we uh, deal with or, or uh, illnesses we struggle with. We all have the ability to connect with one another and relate to one another. And the copacetic system or, uh, you know, the core Lydia is just like you and me, right? I, I think that's an important thing. And I, I think um, I don't, like, it breaks my heart to see uh, fear uh, uh, for, you know, fear of people yeah. and, 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 and identities like Lydia right. and them. And I, I just, so that's kind of my whole goal today is to to bring more awareness and normalize um, these conditions because the more we talk about it the more you know the more we get used to it and the more we maybe we'll have openings for learning a bit more and maybe we'll have awareness more awareness and maybe we recognize that in someone else and, yeah. and have a connecting point there so just keep that in mind um that's a little my little sort of off the top spiel but I think it's important. No, I, I agree. I mean, because listening to, to that episode and listening to um, the core Lydia talk about uh, her relational experiences and, and people asking, will you kill me, you know, or one of your parts. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, it was just, I, my jaw dropped yeah. when I was listening to that. I, I mean, I was just blown away, you, th you know, it, empathically if i'm putting myself in her position and right. in their position and thinking what i mean if that were a question that were, was being posed to me i mean i would be so confused offended angry I mean, you know just, yeah i mean and she gets it yeah all the time right that's uh, unbelievable yeah so just you know you know what well, empathy and, and to her point as well you know talking about the the cinematic references sure yeah are, are i mean horrific yeah i mean terrible yeah. absolutely They're all serial killers right some kind of monster yeah, yeah. i mean you yeah. know you've got split and glass and yeah. you know all these you know uh sybils well, the classic is one like, is jekyll and hyde jekyll and hyde yeah classic yeah but I, just, I mean it's just a horrific right i mean just these absolute horrific yeah. portrayals 
And, you know, so yes, I agree to, to get out, um, a very different version, you know, and, and for people to be able to start talking about DID, understanding dissociative identity disorder, understanding that these are not people to be feared in, in any way whatsoever. And, uh, I think it was the core Lydia that had mentioned, in fact, you know, making friends, there are so many parts of us, you know, in, in reference to being able to make friends, there's going to be something you like. Right. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I laughed. I mean, I, I just, love that. I mean, it was, it's amazing. It was such an amazing statement. It was, yeah. it just made me smile. I felt her giddiness uh-huh. and, and I just, I just loved it. I just thought that was so. And uh, I love that you brought that up because it is such a beautiful thing. And it's like, uh, you like, that was my first experience dealing, you know, uh, conversing with someone with DID. Yeah. And again, it was such a beautiful honor uh, to be there, be witness to that. But also, like, it it felt, you know, it just felt like I was talking to a friend. It felt like I was talking. It sounded like that. It, that's and that's right. that's that's the point. Like, we don't need to fear anyone. Uh, well, I mean, we, we certainly don't need <laughs> right. to fear people with disorders right. or mental illness, uh, you know, and, and because fear leads to, you know, making prejudice, shitty movies. ignorance. And, and worse, and prejudice, worse, right. racism, right. ignorance, hate. hate. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Fear leads to a lack of knowledge. And if we live by fear... We're just putting blinders on, and 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 that's that's no yeah. way to live. That's not a connecting way no, to live. No, that's not a connected way to live. Um, no, so no, and, and and I and I love you know that I love the podcast. I mean, it was absolutely amazing, and I know I'm going to go back and actually listen to it a couple more times because I think there's just more that I want to even go back and boost listen those to numbers, just those download, boost those download numbers. <laughs> And um, it was just really, really phenomenal. I mean, and again, uh, to the system, I, I mean, I just, uh, the, the courage to come on and share was just absolutely amazing to me. Uh, just phenomenal. Yeah. And, and, and again, if, if this podcast today continues that discussion, um, I shared with you when we started today, I, I had joined on Facebook, um, the uh, Dissociative Identity Disorder Movement. And, you know, which, so I, I love that there's a movement. I love that there's education. I love that people are talking about it. And, and again, for all those reasons that we said, you know, destigmatize, let's get rid of, of the um, ignorance. Yes. You know, or misperception, yeah. Yeah. inaccuracies. Yeah. In everything. In everything. In everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, and I'll make sure to link the, the dis- dissociative identity dis- so that's such Say a hard thing. Five times Associative in a row. identity disorder movement. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes, listeners. One of the other things that Liddy brought up was the term nonviolent communication. Yeah. Which is a thing that she learned, uh, they learned uh, in therapy. Yeah. As a, a way to communicate with each other. Yeah. Which I, I love that. And I love, I've heard of that phrase before, nonviolent communication before, but I, I think it's, uh, I don't know. There, there's such um, compassion in it. Yeah. Like, well, I read such compassion in it. I read such empathy in it. I read such, like, I'm here. It, it's what we do, right? It's meeting yeah. people where they are. It's seeing people for who they they are yeah. without judgment, right? Yeah. And, and without fear, without being aggressive. It's just... 
you know, Which I love that. Again, comes down to a word that we mention often here in relationship to a lot of things we, we talk about as far as subject matter, but it's safety, right? You know, it's the idea of creating a safe environment in which, you know, in this case, uh, a context, right? A, an internal setting, if you will, in which safety, right? There's boundaries around how these parts, alters, you know, uh, are going to communicate with, there's rules, right? Right. We will engage uh, in nonviolent communication. And that then sets up safety, which allows for productive communication. Right, right. You know, otherwise, if if you feel attacked or in any way at all feel as if you're, viol- you know, feeling um, that you were being violated against or that, that violence in terms of communication, I mean, you're going to want to protect, shut down, defend. I mean. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, no, that was really, really amazing. And I think just even, you know, hearing the treatment work that, that uh, the core Lydia was talking about when she was talking about the way in which that, you know, process of communication has worked and, and in the ways in which um, that dialogue is ran. I mean, it was just, again, so interesting. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it sounds like that some really good work. Absolutely. Had, had taken place, so. I love that um, Lydia mentioned uh, Inside Out, the Pixar film, Inside Out being one of the best uh, sort of representations of DID. Yeah. uh, Which is, like, I hadn't thought about that, you know, but I, like, I told her in the conversation that Inside Out was a, a movie that moved me to tears, but it also moved me to really... I wrote about it, and, yeah. and I, it really touched me as, uh, you know, on the, on the one level, just as, a, as an example of, like, all feelings are valid, yeah. right? But on, on the level of, of the copacetic system, it's like each of these aspects, you know, are identities, right. you know, and they're, they're all of us. Yeah. And I think that's such a beautiful way to look at it. Yeah, I do too, because I think it paints such a different picture than most people have been shown, right? Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the horrific cinematic portrayals of the past. But more so to see it, I think, in such a more accurate light, which is when you see Inside Out and you see the different emotions, you know, as individual characters. You know, for me, that paints such a different picture because, again, one, that's relatable, I mean, you know, that, that movie is relatable to, uh, you know, to most of us because we recognize those parts within us. Yep. And, and again, it, but if you go onto the more extreme side of, of and, and w- again, which, which is the case of most um, DSM, the Diagnostic Statistical Manual, where we get our, our disorders from, if you look at most diagnoses in mental health, they are exaggerated forms of normal human behavior. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. on the severe side. Right, right. You know, to the point where they impact normal functioning. And, you know, there's there's a level of impairment. There's a level of, of, of problematic functioning. And so, you know, so all these things at some level we're probably going to be able to identify with. So, you know, on the most extreme side, if you think of, of Inside Out, then you're going to think, again, what if these parts operated somewhat autonomously within one body? Hmm. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, most of us still being able to relate it in such a way as there's less distinguishing between these parts, even though we relate to each one of them. We right. know we have each one. Right, right. And um, so, it's, yeah. 
Yeah. Which I like, but again, what a great portrayal. Yeah. And I, I love that you said, um, when you said that they all, you know, all of these are human behaviors. Right. It, just some more on the extreme end. Right. right. Like that to me speaks to like, oh, like another sort of point of connection. Right. Between all humans. Yep. Right. You know, another opportunity for empathy and say like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, I've seen that. You know, it may right. be a little heightened right. in your case, but like that behavior I've experienced. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I love think that. that's what we're talking about, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. Know, at the end of the day, that's what we're talking about. Um, the, one of the ways, and, and again, I, I want to be sensitive to this because it's just, it's something I've thought in my mind, the, the way when I think of DID, so I hope it's accurate. And, and again, if it's not, I apologize at the upfront. But, you know, the way I've always thought about it is, have you ever seen those large um, pane of glass, but where there are cuts in segments? So, you know, it looks like one cohesive piece, but it may be split into, let's let's say, six different pieces. Oh, Yeah. And and the idea behind that is if one of those pieces is impacted, it doesn't spread to the next right, yes. part. Okay. And so, you know, kind of that idea for me and that, you know, that, that is a way to understand, you know, the, the one with the many, right? You mm-hmm. know, kind of in mm-hmm. the way in which it... So, the idea that those splits just create more s- distinguishable separateness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for for these people who experience that internally. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if that, I don't know, for some reason that has made sense to me. Interesting. When I yeah. think about this, or like a partitioned hard drive. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Those are you know. Oh. Again, I hope they're sensitive. Um, it's just ways I've thought about. Yeah. Them, so. I mean, I, I I think any effort, and that's what you're doing. Any effort to try to understand, uh, you know. Uh, things and try to understand DID and and learn more about it and 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 create visualizations as you're doing. I think that's yeah. good, even for the know, purpose of relatability. For the purpose of relatability, right. for the purpose of understanding right. and connecting. And I think that's I think that's beautiful yeah. and completely open to being told that's not accurate. One hundred percent. Right. Yeah, that should go without saying for right. both of us. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Uh, what else do we want to say? Um, she brought up one of our favorite authors. Who? Or the the core Lydia brought up Bessel oh, van der Kolk. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Bessel, Bessie. Bessel, oh, Bessie. Bessie. I mean, I just smile came on my face yes, immediately. Yes, the, it seems to be the. I mean, really, Bessel van der Kolk should sponsor this podcast because we I really think that's... we've. I mean, I've turned on so many people to that book, "The yeah, Body Keeps the right. Score." If you aren't aware, uh, because we've talked about it so much. Yeah, we have, but it's so good. But it's so good, and, and to bring it back to what you know, she was talking about, and 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 the research that that both Bessel and his cohorts are doing. In relationship to this, and and if I remember correctly, talking about it truly as a post-traumatic stress disorder category, right? And you know, she mentioned that, yeah, right, you know, to, yeah. To re, re, you know, really the fact that this this is associated with post-traumatic stress disorder, which makes perfect sense to me, right? I mean, I mean to me that that is definitely um, consistent with everything I understand about post-traumatic stress, and because you, you do see a lot of disassociation in PTSD, it's one of the yeah, main criteria, main, yeah, yeah. you know, that you'll yeah. see with somebody with post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. And, um, you know, and, and you will see it in most trauma 
cases, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're going to see um, you're going to see dissociation, and you're going to. So the treatment is interesting, you know. I mean, and again, I think that's what's so interesting about understanding DID specifically as a as a trauma um, uh, origin. Because, you know, again, it really informs treatment in terms of, of, you know, what exactly it is in terms of, you know, the, the work that is going to be done. And, uh, and so understanding, you know, trauma. So, you know, Bessel, again, you know, in, in his book, The Body Keeps the Score is, is absolutely, you know, phenomenal. And, um, she mentioned, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, Janai Fisher's book, uh, The Fragmented, I'm blanking. Is it the fragment itself? Um, but Pat Ogden, you know, a lot of people that do really, really great um, trauma work, I think is, um, yeah, people, you know, things people can pick up and read for themselves because there's, there's, you know, so many of us have, you know, what they call little T traumas, you know, and, and big T traumas. Some of us have, have really significant big T traumas. And, and um, so, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, We'll start to wrap up here, uh, but again, think of the person next to you, uh, the person that, you know, you know, you remembered in school who was, you know, maybe isolated or bullied or, or, you know, people in minority groups that are being treated poorly or, uh, trans humans or, or, or gay or, uh, bipolar or whatever, all these things, all these identities, they're all, again, we're all one. We're all in this thing together. And the more we can just lead with love and empathy and wanting to understand each other and connect, the less fear there will be, the less violence, the less misunderstanding and 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 honestly more hopefully more uh opportunity to 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 really like put money toward research efforts into these things and and you know that's 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 sort of my my hope for the world yeah i i love it and i agree yeah cuz again going back to the idea that you know understanding the, the base traits of humans and then understanding that again, most of the disorders are extreme examples of these natural human, you yeah. know, dynamics right. and recognizing that, okay, in their extremist forms, you know, this is what it can look like. I, I you know, I, schizophrenia, you know, and things yeah. about even, you know, schizophrenia we've talked about and paranoid schizophrenia, you know, in particular and recognizing the delusions, you know, connected to that and, and recognizing that there tends to be this personalization, right? Of mm-hmm. all information, you know, um, numbers, a billboard, yeah. a helicopter flying above. Yeah. And, you know, I think if we're all honest with each ourselves and recognizing, I mean, We've all been in situations where there's a helicopter flying above and just like, that's, did I do anything? Right. You know, or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and so again, just understanding that, okay, so, you know, the person with paranoid schizophrenia lives in that world, you know, and, and that's a chronic condition yeah. that, that we maybe just get a glimpse of uh, on the rare occasion, you know, or like, wow, that van's been out there for two weeks. That's, that's odd, mm-hmm. you know. I wonder if they're watching and, you know, so and so or me or whatever, you know, and, and again, 
we can usually leave that behind and like, oh, probably not. That's just yeah. weird. Um, where the schizophrenic's not going to be able to, right? You right. Know, the, the belief is that no, they are watching me, and and my phones are tapped, and so forth. But again, it's an ex- it's an, a far exaggerated experience based on what we all experience at times. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so or depression. I mean, we all get down, we all get blue, but a major depressive disorder becomes a chronic condition, right? Or or yeah. a, a long lasting condition, and or anxiety. You know, any of the 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 profiles that we talk about. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for that reminder. And uh, we'll wrap up here. I did want to uh, share where you can find uh, our dissociated life. Uh, they can be found uh, at our dissociated uh, life on Instagram and uh, our dissociated uh, And again, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back, listen to that episode. Uh, it is a wonderful one, and they are wonderful humans. So, uh, without further ado, uh, Mr. Tony, the therapist, thank you, my good friend, for being here. Oh, are you kidding? Thank you for having me again, since you don't ever have me here anymore. Well, yeah. you know, the truth is I hate your guts. My victim is coming out. Oh, right. Not like I could have picked up the phone and said, hey, can we record soon or anything? I'm just going to stay in the victim state. Okay. So, okay. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Uh Listeners, thank you for being here, and as always, I'm here, you're here. We're here together on this wayward, overwhelming, awe-inspiring pale blue dot. We have each other. It's you, me, empathy.